0: Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. If there is one thing that everyone loves, it is love. We have all been created to love and to be loved. From the very natural love that a mother has for her child and a child has for its mother, to the love and companionship that we all desire to experience throughout our lives. Love is a powerful force in the world and everyone wants to be able to experience it. But what is love? Is, is, is it just a word that makes our partners go weak at the knees? Is it just an emotion and a feeling that we can experience? True love is more than any of these things. We can easily say we love something. Our feelings can go up and down like a yo-yo. But if you really want to see love, if you really want to know what love looks like, then we need to look at what people do. Over the past year, we've been blessed as a society to see love displayed in a whole manner of different ways and different places. Just think of the NHS, over the last year, we've seen how the staff have loved and cared for their patients in extraordinary times and in extraordinary ways. On the back of the love that has been shown by those in our health service, there's been a groundswell of love and support throughout the nation with people coming together to show their love and appreciation for our health workers standing on their doorsteps, clapping and banging for those who have been taking care for us. We've seen the outpouring of love for people who are being marginalised and battling injustice over the last year. A year on after George Floyd's murder, the effects of people Love for one another is still being seen as people continue to take a stand against racial justice and for those who are facing oppression and persecution. Many of us will continue to uh, or will, will encounter love each and every day as a husband loves and cares for their wife or as a parent tries their best to love and support their children, or as friends come together to love and support one another. Love is a powerful force, and love is at the core and at the centre of Jesus' message to his church. Because love is at the core of who Jesus is, it's central to his character, God is love. Jesus is love. There is nothing in him other than love. Today, we have heard Jesus's new commandment to us as his church and to us as his people, that we might love one another as he has loved us. But the question is, how do we live out what Jesus has called us to do? How might we go deeper? How how might our love go deeper than our words? How might our love go beyond our feelings? How might we step out and show the love of God in us to the world around us? Jesus calls us to love. So as we're called to love out of this lockdown, we are going to take some time to think about how we can continue to ensure that we love, as Jesus called us to. But before we think about how we can love, we first need to know that we are loved. Jesus tells his disciples a new command, I give you love one another as I have loved you we do not love because we're told to do so jesus isn't interested in giving us orders rather we love because we have been inspired to we are inspired to love by seeing the way that jesus has shown his love for us let's take a moment to think about some of the ways that jesus had revealed his love to his disciples that he's speaking to in this passage up until this point jesus had called his disciples he'd spotted them he'd identified them he'd chosen them and chose to associate himself with them not only had jesus called his disciples but he lived out his life alongside them the bible is wonderful the three gospels are crammed full of jesus's three years of ministry in just a few pages But even in these pages, we see the intimacy and the love of Jesus for those around him. But just imagine the love that was shown in those three years that couldn't be written down, that wasn't crammed into the three Gospels that we know and love today. Imagine the love of the laughter that shared around the campfire after a busy day or the concern that Jesus showed for his friends. The looks of love that, in that placid glint says of an eye, that Jesus caught with his disciples that would have been completely missed by anyone else. The ways that Jesus lovingly challenged and even rebuked his disciples out of his love for them. At the start of this chapter, John tells us one of Jesus's greatest expressions of his love for his disciples. And that was that he was willing to wash their feet, that he was willing to humble himself, not take a position of power and authority, but he was willing to serve his disciples. But there is a love in this passage that can also be easily missed and we picked it up right at the start in verse 30. Jesus knew who Judas was, he knew what Judas was going to do, yet he still invited him, he still chose him, he still ate a meal with him. He associated with him, he never turned away from him regardless of despite knowing what Judas would do to him in just a few moments' time. Jesus was the personification of love. His love was without limits, it included everyone, and it was the perfect example for all of us to follow. Jesus though, is not just looking back on how he has shown his love to his disciples. He's also starting to look ahead and to prepare them for what he will show or for how he will show the full extent of his love in just a few days time as he goes to the cross. As Jesus says in verse 15, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life. For one's friends. The ultimate expression that Jesus would show to his disciples would be by being willing to go to the cross, innocent of any crime, to be crucified that we might live. This love that Jesus displayed to his disciples was not just for them, but his love for is for me and for you today as well. But do you know this morning that you are loved? This morning, even if you feel like Judas, if you have rebelled, if you've made mistakes, if you've deliberately turned against Jesus, his love still remains for you. You are still loved. Jesus is love. There is nothing you can do, nowhere you can go that will escape, where you can escape his love. And so this morning, before we are called to do anything, please know today that you are loved. You are loved totally and unconditionally. You are loved more than you can imagine. You are loved so much. That Jesus would go to the cross that he might die for you. You are loved but will you accept that love? Will you receive the love that Jesus wants to pour into your life this morning? There are no conditions, there are no required standards. All you need to do is come and know that you are loved it is only as we are able to encounter the love of jesus and know and embrace that and accept that love for ourselves that jesus then calls us to follow his example and to love one another If we are to be Jesus' people, if we're to have the presence of his spirit living and moving within us, then we need to be distinctive as members of his church. And the ultimate distinctive nature of the church of Jesus Christ should be that we are filled with love. Love amongst Christians is not an optional extra that we should should seek to achieve if we can, but it should be the authentic hallmark of our identity as followers of Jesus. If we have encountered Jesus, if we have experienced his love, if we have declared that we want to follow his example, then we need to love. We love because Jesus is love and at the cross we see the greatest expression of, the, of love that the world has ever seen as Jesus died for you and for me. But notice the purpose that Jesus wants us to have behind our love. Jesus doesn't tell us to love one another so that we'll all get on well and and have a nice time together. Jesus doesn't tell us to love one another because then we'll be the nicest church in town and everyone will love us and say how nice we are. Jesus tells us to love because it is as we love that the world will see Jesus and know that we are his disciples. It is because as we love we reveal Jesus That he wants us to love because Jesus wants to make himself known to our world. Love alone is not the end goal that Jesus is calling us to here. The ultimate call of Jesus is that he calls us out to be his church. That we might love and see his transformation at work as his love is revealed in and through us to the world around us. In verse 35 Jesus says by this everyone will know that you are my true disciples if you love one another. Let's just take a moment to reflect on that statement. When people see you, when they see our church family, what is it that they see? What are our distinctive and most recognisable traits? Do people see you and know of your love for them? Do people see Arby Road Baptist Church and think those people know what it is to love? I hope people do see our church and they do think that. I hope people see that we love them and care for them. One of our values as, as a church family is that whoever you are, whatever your background is, wherever you come from, <coughs> we will love as Jesus has loved us. However, if I'm honest with myself, I know that no matter how much I want to love as Jesus has loved, I do not always meet the standards of the love that Jesus has displayed to one another. I know that other things can prevent me from showing love to the people around me. I'm aware that in my humanity, I fail to love as Jesus did because Jesus is defined by love and I am not. And I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that too many, I know too many people who look at the church today and see anything but love. I've listened to stories of people who look at God's church and they see judgment instead of love. I've heard the stories of churches where power and self-interest have taken the place of love. I've listened as people have felt excluded and not valued instead of being loved and cared by their local church and this just highlights the point we cannot love like Jesus in our own strength in a fallen sinful broken world in which we all live love is not our natural first instinct because love is selfless It thinks of others above ourselves and we're just naturally not wired to live that way. Yet Jesus has not left us to love on our own or to love in our own strength. Jesus has enabled us to love because he's given us the gift of his love, the presence of his spirit living and moving and transforming us to be the people of love that he has called us to be. It is only as his spirit moves and grows within us that we can truly love as Jesus has called us to. And so as we look to the future, may we again open ourselves to the spirit of God and let him let his love rise up within us that his love might flow out from us and as the spirit moves within us may we grow in his love and see the fullness of his love revealed through us that people might look at us and not just see Matt or not just see Arby Road Baptist Church or not just see you but that they might see or look at us and see the love of Jesus at work in us. We are loved. We have been called to love. And so the question is, how might we live out that love today? If we are to reveal God's love to the world, let's listen again to one of the most famous Bible passages in the Bible about love. 1 Corinthians 13 tells us this. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. What a wonderful passage and it tells us so much about how we can live a life of love today. Love is patient, we're told. In this time of change and readjustment and continued uncertainty, may we be a church that is patient with one another and those around us. There's such an increased uh, critical and cynical spirit at the moment in our society. May we be a church that doesn't engage with that, but instead is patient and loving to one another. Love does not envy or boast. So may we be a church that's willing to humble ourselves, to not lift our thoughts or our opinions above anyone else's. Love is kind. So let's be kind to one another. Let's look out for one another. Let's not do anything that will harm anyone else let's treat each other as we would like to be treated let's be kind and compassionate to each other thinking the best of one another love is not easily angered maybe a church that is calm that is gracious that's forgiving of one another Love does not delight in evil, so let's pursue that which is good together and not get distracted by anything other than Jesus. Love protects and perseveres. Over the last year, we've had to persevere with a lot, and the emergence from lockdown is going to be the hardest part as we continue to persevere together. But let's let our love go before us. Let's let the love of Jesus go before us. Let's not be a church that says, Well, if I don't get my way, then I'm going to go somewhere that will do what I want instead. But let's instead persevere together. Let's protect together. Let's be full of hope together for the next few for what the next few weeks and the next few months. Hold as God uh, God continues to lead us and guide us together in his love because as we do so as we do all of this together we can know with confidence that love will never fail and God's love the love of Jesus will be shown and will be known in our lives and revealed to the world around us love is a powerful force It is the central message of Jesus, and he wants love to be the central message of his church too. But love is more than just words. It's more than just feelings. Love is seen in what we do. So may we once again embrace the love of Jesus and all that he has done for us as we encounter his love may we go and follow his call to love as he has loved us and as we live out of his love let's be transformed by the power of his spirit moving within us that we might see our world transformed not by our own efforts but by the power of his amazing love for us let's pray together Lord Jesus, we thank you that you love us. We praise you for the depth of the love that, we have, that you have shown for us, that you were willing to go to the cross to die for us. And Lord, I am mindful that there may well be people listening to this today who haven't yet encountered that love for themselves, who haven't yet quite experienced that and appreciated and accepted the love that you have displayed to them and so Lord we pray this morning that by the power of your love you will continue to reveal yourself and more of your love to us we pray. Lord we pray that your spirit will continue to move in our lives that we will continue to be open to all the to the movements of your spirit revealing your love amongst us And Lord, we pray for each one of us individually as members of your church, as well as for us corporately as a church family together. Lord, we pray that through us your love might be seen, that more and more people might encounter you and the great love that you have for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.